We are so glad that you are joining us for part two of the lesson, How Leaders Handle Problems. Bill has some more great content for you today, so let's continue to dive in and hear what he has to say. Number two, leaders know which problems to face. Now, some people see giant problems in the smallest inconvenience, and and you wonder, what would they do with a real problem? Uh, Be careful about getting weighed down with every issue. Don't get on every cause. Uh, don't, Don't get off on every exit ramp in life. Your life You have only a certain amount of energy every day. That amount of energy is like gas in your car. Now, you can use it to just do circles around a parking lot, or you can go places. Either way, you're going to use it. And I always ask myself before there's an issue that I need to deal with, do I want to put the energy into this? Is this worth my energy? And if it's not worth my time and energy, just ignore it. Move on. Let somebody else handle it. You don't need to get involved in every little thing. And if you do, what happens is it keeps you from really achieving what you want. David had the ability to see the big picture. His brothers were, were you know, accusing his actions. And uh, they were saying, why are you here and all that? David saw the big picture. There's a giant up there that's got everybody here afraid. I'm a little boy that's killed lions and bears when nobody's been around. I think I can handle that guy. Why are they so afraid? Where are they looking? They're looking at him and not at him. And so David went out, did his business, and then... David that day was marked. He was known forever as the giant killer, so much so that the king himself hated him after that moment. So let me give you the third one, that is this. Leaders have a strategy for problem solving. Here they are, they're called three R's. Number one, rise up. The scripture said, David rose up to meet him. See, when, he, when the giant came on the hillside, all the armies ran and hid. But suddenly now that David heard it, he rose up. That he, he walked to him. He didn't pretend it didn't exist. He didn't ignore it. He didn't say, hey, it's not my problem. I'm not a soldier. You guys, it's your problem. David inquired, and then he faced a problem. Whenever you face a problem, what happens is, is that's when you're on the track to solving it. When a problem comes, you can either shrink or you can stretch. David rose up and said, I'll face it. So the first R is rise up. Go face it. Just go handle it. That's, That's what you do. I remember my oldest son years ago when he was in school, there was some guy that wanted to fight with him. And, and my oldest son wasn't a fighter. He's a smart guy. And, and he could take care of himself, but he didn't want to fight. And, and he said, Dad, what do I do? And he said, you know, he wants to fight. And they're talking about it at school tomorrow. And, and I, you know, he said, I, you know, what, what do I do? And uh, I said, you walk up to him. Soon as you get to school, you walk straight up to him and say these words. Do we have a problem? He said, really? I said, yeah. Because if you got one, go face it. He came home that day. I said, how'd your day go? Fine. I said, you do what I said? Yeah. I said, what happened? He said, we don't have a problem. That was how easy it was. Now, you can lay in bed all night and be afraid and think and figure out a hundred scenarios. You can just say, let me go find out if we got a problem. And that's the easiest way. And when you face it, you solve it. Number two is remember. Not just rise up and face it. But remember, here's where this is where you got to get your strength from, Okay. When they said to David, you're not big enough, you're just a boy. He's a man of war. Your brothers don't support you. Your father didn't even pick you out as being king material. All the voices in his life were saying, you can't, you can't, you won't, you'll fail. You ever heard that before? You ever heard, you won't make it? You can't be there? You you hear that, those are those voices. But you know what David did? It's that word remember. He said... Let me tell you my side. 
He said, when I was out tending my sheep and a bear would come up, I'd take my sling and I'd go out there and I'd kill the bear. And when I was tending my sheep and a lion came up, I'd take my sling and I'd go out there and I'd kill that lion. And David said, so I'm going to go out there and kill that loudmouth blowhard up there on that hill. And when I get through, I'm going to come down with his head in my hand and I'm going to take him just like I did the lion of the bear. You know why? Because I got a real good memory. God was with me back then. When the problem was there and there was a bear, God showed up. When there was a lion, God showed up. When there was a problem, I remember I've made it through. When you face a problem, stop and ask yourself the question, have I ever had a problem before? You're going to say, yeah. Did I make it? Look in the mirror and say, I'm still living. I'm still standing. I still made it. They said I wouldn't. And the secret is going to be in finding your strength is remembering. You didn't go under. You may have thought you would. You, you, didn't, you didn't get knocked out. You did get knocked down, but you got back up. And when you begin to remember, I made it through that, and I made it through that, and I made it through that, somehow the problems get into a better perspective. So remember, uh, that, that was all David did. David knew this. He said, look, one smooth stone in the hand of God is better than a thousand spears in, the, in my human strength. And so he just, he just went out on his own and said, I'm, I'm going to trust him. And David understood this, and he taught us this. You face your future with faith. That's how you get. It's your faith. It comes back to the mental side. It's believing. You will never really achieve what you cannot believe. You have to really believe. In fact, when you, when you begin to doubt, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, that's not a good place to be. There was a guy the other day that was telling us about a business he was just starting. And after a few minutes of telling about the business he was going to start, my wife and I were... We were there with a couple of other couples, and she said, I feel bad for him. And I said, why? She said, he's afraid. And I said, did you pick that up? Because I did. She said, yeah. She said, I'm scared. I would have rather heard him say, we're going to conquer it. We're going to knock the wall down. Man, this city ain't hurt anything. She said, if I'd have heard that, I'd have said, he's going to make it. She said, but all I kept hearing, I hope, maybe, we don't know. And she said, Bill, I don't know I'd want to jump on something like that. I mean, I, you wouldn't either. You want to know, and the way you know, you've got to believe. I know I'm committed to this. That's what I'm for. The third R, we said the first one's rise up, second's remember. The third one is risk. Risk. Now, it's risky for a boy, barely out of his teens, who's not in an army, to go face a trained killer, especially if he's got a sword and you got a slingshot. <laughs> that, that's not the best odds. But David knew before them, it doesn't matter how big your enemy is, you just got to know where to hit him. If you know exactly where to hit, it makes the difference. I knew a man that his job, I, I don't agree with his job, I didn't like it, I liked him. And he even said, I feel dirty. He, he got paid for this. He was what you call a political hitman. That is, you find somebody that we want to destroy their life or reputation or name. And his job was to go dig up dirt. And he would tell you, it didn't matter to our team whether it was true or not. That doesn't matter. We just had to get people to buy in emotionally and keep their eyes away from the fact. That's all we did. It don't matter. If you can keep them away from the fact and deal with emotions, I can lead them anywhere I want. And he worked for several campaigns. And that was his job, was a political hitman. And I would say, well, 
Did you ever go to sleep at night and feel bad for what you do? And he wasn't a Christian. He said, Bill, it's my job. That's what I got paid for. He said, I know it was dirty. I know it was bad. I know I ruined a lot of lives. And so I said, well, what was the secret to it? And here's what he said. He said, you just got to know where to hit them. He said, you got to touch every area of their life. And then you find that one area. And I remember thinking, how dirty is that? How, how devious, just malicious. And, and, and yet he was right. And there's a world out here that's kind of done that. that David understood the same thing, though. I, I look at that great big giant. I don't have to see how big he is. I got to find, where's my target? Hey, there's a spot right between his eyes, unguarded. There's a spot right there that he don't have anything protecting him. I think I'll hit that spot. And that's what he does. Now, here's what I know. The, the, uh, the real giant in that story, when I get through reading that story, the real giant to me was not Goliath. The real giant is David. I look at that little boy and say, good night. You surprised us all. He came out of nowhere, did what leaders did, faced his problems. And that's what you do. That's what a risk is. See, a ship is not safe uh, or a ship is very safe in the harbor. You've heard that before. But ships aren't meant to be in the harbor. They're meant to be out on the storms and on the sea and sailing. Um, the question I have for you is, what are you risking today? Is there anything you're risking that you're saying, I'm, I'm doing this in my business or my company or in my life. I'm taking a risk. I don't know if it's going to work out, but I know if it does, it'll be good. I don't know if, if it will be the best situation in the world, but... But I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to just try it. And if I try it, um, if it don't work out, I may have learned something. But I'm, I'm going to take the risk. I believe this. I believe that winners in life are not the people that don't have problems. I think winners are the people that have problems. But they say, I'll take the risk and I'll conquer that. And so here's the, here's the if you're afraid of failure, you'll never take a risk. If you're afraid of criticism, you won't take a risk. If you're afraid of what other people think or say, you won't take a risk. But if you get to where you say, you know, I got one life, one life. Life's too long to live with regret. And it's too short. Uh, it's way too short to make a lot of regrets. Go ahead and decide on the front end, I'm going to do what I'm called to do, what I'm passionate about doing, what I ought to do, what's right to do. I'm going to take some risk in life. My business, my marriage, my family, I'm going to take some risk. I'm going to be known not like the... The, the one who's just caretaking. You know, they say there's three stages of that. They say there's the, the risk taker, they're the one out front. Then there's the caretaker, they're the ones just managing but won't move. And if you stay in that stage too long, then there's the undertaker. And so you're in that spot where nothing happened. Secret is this, is solve the problems, face the problems, be the leader that you're called to. I guarantee today some of you got some problems. You can say it'll go away or I can move the ball if I'll act on this today. And so my suggestion is do it. If any unresolved issues in your life, problems that prevent your progress, today's the day, think like and be a leader. Face it, fix it, and grow. That's how leaders think. Thank you so much for letting me have Thank you for tuning in to wrap up this month's lesson. A great takeaway from part two is David said, one smooth stone in the hand of God is better than a thousand spears in my own human strength. David taught us to face your future with faith. Each month, we share these lessons at a live event to anyone in the Columbus, Georgia area. We'll have a delicious lunch waiting for you, a Q&A with Bill, and so much more. If you would like more information on dates and times of these events, you can visit bpleadership.com. This is where real leaders are made.